Welcome to Tuesday and another episode of the Murder Mentality. Um, today I'm trying something different. I'm trying to go live on both Facebook and uh, TikTok at the same time. So if you see me addressing people that aren't commenting or whatnot, that's what that's from. Uh, I'm not fucking crazy. Well, that's debatable. But um, let's just talk here. TikTok gives me some weird notifications sometimes. But let's just fucking get into it, guys. I was having a conversation with a client of mine, and some really cool stuff came up, man. And I, I'm always talking about, like, mindset training and, like, how, like, as human beings, we have this tendency to sabotage ourselves. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Thanks for your comments, your likes, all that other stuff. Um, but... What I want to talk about really is that like it feels like nowadays that people are like waiting around for the correct set of circumstances to fix the situation they're in. What's up, Michelle? What's up, Chris? What's up, Josh? What's up, Goat? Um, and what's happening is that they're just waiting around in total fucking misery and wondering when their life is going to improve. But here's the hard but yet the most beautiful part about all this. There's... Nobody fucking coming, guys. I don't say that to be rude. What's up, Stanley? Um, what I'm saying that for is because I need you to massively understand, what's up, Chris? Um, that There's nobody that's going to fucking save you. Nobody's coming to fix the situation that you're creating for yourself. Nobody's coming to fix the situation you find yourself in. Nobody's coming, what's up, Howard, to just like change your fucking life for you. And I can say this with a great degree of confidence because I used to be that way. I used to be sitting around, fucking living in trap houses, fucking homeless. Is that Sharpie? Absolutely. Every day I just say, I want to struggle in job interviews. No, I own a tattoo shop out here in Eastern Kentucky, not Eastern Kentucky, Central Kentucky, called the Murder Art Collective. She wants her shirt back. That's fine, buddy. I'm sorry that you're having a hard time. It's always weird to me because everybody on TikTok wants to get so fucking negative, but you're not going to bring me down. And all you're really doing is exposing that you have a consistent issue with whatever's going on with you. So I do art as a job. Yeah, I do art as a job. Massively, consistently. Make excellent fucking money at it, as it turns out. Um, and uh, I work really hard. I employ lots of people. And uh, we do community outreach. All kinds of awesome stuff. What's up, Bill? What's up? Uh, that shirt is bad, bro. Cool. Don't care, man. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say, uh, like for real, man, like if it bothers you that bad, go somewhere else. Cause if you can't deal with like talking to somebody to have them give you a positive message, you can't deal with their appearance being something you don't think it should be. Then clearly there's more issues here than what's, what's going on with all that. I tell this to my family all the time. They wonder how I became successful. Worked at MTA. I'm curious. What's up from Florida? What's up? So you struggle at job interviews, but you may have lots of money. Dirk, a Dirk, a Dirka. It's called straight up sarcasm. Obviously, having a hard time. I'm gonna stop addressing this pe these people over here real quick. We'll talk to my Facebook people. Thank you very much. Love you too, honey. <laughs> I like the way the shirt looks, but that's what matters. And so here's the thing, though. Nobody's coming to save you, just like it says in the title. Nobody's coming to switch your situation up. No amount of negativity is sitting here on TikTok or Facebook having opinions about other people's lives is ever gonna improve yours. And most importantly. 
You have to understand that every bit of energy you spend trying to take somebody else down, share an opinion that nobody fucking asked for, try to fucking complain about your situation, blah, 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 is that much energy that you're not putting towards improving your own fucking life. And since nobody's coming to save you, every minute you spend fucking with somebody else's stuff is a minute you're spending not improving your own life. And... Simply put, I think that answers our question as to why people are so miserable that they need to sit and troll people online. If you are straight up so miserable in your life that you can't just let people be their own selves and not have some sort of crazy opinion or try to fucking prove them wrong or something, you're having a hard time there. And that's okay because I still love you. I used to be just like you. I know that you're like that. I know why you're like that because I used to act like that shit, okay? But... What I want to like impress upon everybody here that's taking the time to really watch this is that you are, why are you hating people right now and doing that? I'm not hating on nobody. <laughs> it's not hating on people to tell people that you're miserable when it's obvious you're miserable. Like that's just a statement of fact. Nobody that's doing really great in life has the time to sit and be negative and hateful towards other people. And the difference is, is that I'm not getting onto other people's channels and addressing them negatively. But Moving on, like, what I really, 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 where have you been? <laughs> Man, people are super interesting. You are your own train conductor, just like Bill said over here on Facebook. You're responsible for your own life. You're responsible for your own situation. Everything that you find yourself in is a 100% like agglomeration of all the choices you've made. And how you get out or into those situations is exactly why you're there. How you do anything in your life is how you do everything in your life. If you half-ass things in your life, chances are you half-ass most things in your life, all right? And so our results are a direct, direct, and like, like they show 100%. It's like Cat Williams said in that one, but you know we all see you, right? Well, you know that we see you. But the thing is, is it's so hard for us to take a look at ourselves like that. And in reality, the most difficult part in life is to take a look at yourself, is to say, hey, are my results are like my problem? And the answer is yes. Even in like, if you have shit that's happened to you when you were a kid, if you have stuff that's happened to you as an adult and you allow that to continuously screw your progress up, that's you allowing that to happen. So again, nobody's coming to fucking save you. But the beautiful part about that is that you can become the hero of your own story. You can become the hero of your own story, but here's the deal. You must act. You must act your way into that. You must behave your way into being the hero of your own story. Why did I tattoo myself? I just like the way it looks. It just appeals to me. Um, but I want you to understand that for you to be the hero of your own story, you have to act like a fucking hero. The reason why our culture and our society and our world is full of stories of people who came up from nothing, people who were in the gutter, people who had the worst of the worst situations inflicted on them and came up and rose above it all and became everything that they wanted to be and changed their life in the meaningful fucking ways that they wanted to is because that's actually what we find respectable and meaningful. Uh, my tattoo shop is in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, There's so many comments here. I can't even keep up with it sometimes. <laughs> so many angry people. It's all good. Whatever. I, I appreciate you. My goal is to be a villain so much cooler and easier. I'm sure it is, buddy. I'm sure it sounds way cooler and easier. Nobody cares. Like, whatever. <laughs> 
good stuff. Uh, so yeah, my tattoo shop is in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, the reason I feel pretty const like consistently able to speak on this topic is because if you know anything about my story, legitimately, first of all, I'm not from Kentucky. I'm from Utah. Uh, I'm a transplant. Um, and I moved out here about four and a half years ago. Um, I ended up homeless out here as well, you know, um, strung out, didn't know what to do. And I realized one day that I had to get up and look at myself in the fucking mirror and say, Justin, your life is your problem. Like, I don't care what happened to you when you were a kid. I don't care what happened or any of the things that are going on right now. It's your responsibility to improve that. Do I like it there? Cause I'm looking to move somewhere where it's warm and cheap to live. Uh, it is relatively cheap to live. I wouldn't say it's always warm. It's humid as a motherfucker, but it's rainy as shit too. So, um, but throughout the last four years, I've had to grow so much, grow so fucking much as a person. And it's that growth that's changed me. And as it turns out, you don't grow from easy shit. Soft stuff doesn't improve you. Soft things, like anything that you don't have to work at, you don't respect. It's just, unfortunately, the way we are with our lives. I don't, I wish I could like have a better way to put that, but like, I know that you can rise from anything. I know that the most difficult of situations that most of us find ourselves in in modern times are fucking petty compared to the shit that people were dealing with a thousand years ago. And so what I'm inviting people to do with my message is to be grateful for the fact that they're able to influence their own lives. Like I need you to understand that we are in the most opportunity rich, the most opportunity laden environment that has ever existed in human history. And yet we still have people who are trying to say, I can't make it work. Okay. Literally people are getting rich on TikTok, making videos. All right. People are straight up doing all kinds of stuff in their fucking lives, just being themselves and they're making their financial dreams and their future and their dreams in general happen by just being them. But it's because they've realized that it's nobody else's job to make your life how you want it to fucking be. Island Boy's final boss is right. That's 100% correct. And yes, I actually do make quite a bit of money as a tattoo artist. Um, but for you to do that, you have to recognize that there are certain things that successful people do and certain things that unsuccessful people do. And you have to stop doing the things that unsuccessful people do. It don't matter what walk of life you're in, what job you're in, what type of business you own. You really have to model your life after people that are doing what you'd like to do with your life and doing it right. And here's the thing though, when it comes down to it, um, let's really like ask ourselves some questions. Is it negotiable in your mind what you find to be respectful? Is it negotiable in your mind what you love or what you value in your life? I would argue that that's not an arguable concept for any of us. I can't tell you that what you love is not what you love any more than I can tell you what, that what you respect isn't what you respect. And because of that, we have to consider that if we don't act in the ways that we respect, we don't respect ourselves. It's so convenient to say, oh, I love myself and you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's not fucking real. Can you really tell me that you love yourself if you act in a way that if you looked in from the outside that you'd be like, man, fuck that person. I wouldn't fuck with that person. If you weren't you, would you fuck with you? <laughs> but really, really, like that's what that victim mentality gets us when we act like, why me? Well, why fucking not you? Here's, here's the thing though. That you are so fucking powerful beyond your wildest fucking dreams. And the reason why you're struggling is because right beyond that struggle that you're avoiding is your next level up. That pain that you don't want to fucking feel. That stuff, that difficulty that you don't know how to address 
and just allow yourself to live through is exactly why you're stagnating at the place that you are. When you move past, when you choose to meet life head on and to stop being a victim, to take the fucking wheel and drive your own life and take responsibility for everything, even if it's not your fucking fault that the situation you find yourself in is what it is, it's your responsibility to fix it. What happened to me when I was a child, the fucking abuse I went through, is not my fucking fault, but it is my responsibility to fix me. It's my responsibility to stop, to stop allowing that to crush me and crush my forward momentum. That's where it begins, change it to somebody you can adore. I don't think many people get the chance to think the way they do. I was going through a horrible patch of pain and loneliness to get better. That's real, man. I fucking love seeing people, like, literally, this is one of my favorite things about the TikTok lives is people participate here, and I fucking love that, man. I love all of you for getting out of getting out of your fucking self and sharing and being, like, honest about that stuff. And if nobody's told you yet today, that's fucking powerful. And I believe in you. Even if you don't believe in yourself or know how to, I believe that you can get better. I believe that no matter how bad your results are right now, that they are improvable. As long as you're willing to say that I can be the one that can improve them. It's it, it, just the reality is, is like I, like I titled this is there's nobody coming to save you. Okay. But because of that, it puts the control in your fucking hands. All right. You need to recognize that it's you who can do it. It's you who can be better. And the coolest thing about that is that this process has allowed me, it has allowed me to go from living in a fucking trap house where I was hoping that the next hit of dope was gonna fucking kill me so I didn't have to wake up and live my life any fucking more, to being able to be in a position where I can reach out and help people, where I employ people that have massive respect for me, that my children, understand the type of father I am and fucking love the fact that I'm in their life and that I'm their father and that I am the man who I am. That I can look at myself in the mirror and say, dog, I fucking love you, bro. Like, I fucking love you, Justin. I, like, goosebumps all up and down my fucking arms because of how powerful of an experience this has been for me. Because all of that fucking pain I avoided, all of that pain I went through has become a place and a, and a thing that has inspired other people to watch me come out of. I've taken that pain and made it into fuel. Made it into fuel for my new life. And the funniest part about it, man, is that every time I get on one of these, there's always some people talking wild about how I look. But I just frankly don't care anymore because here's the amazing thing about it because of that inability for them to move on and not talk some kind of wild shit they have actually drawn more attention to people that are now actively participating in this with me and i fucking love you guys for being part of that man like i am damn aggressively positive in my life i am aggressively positive i won't let people give me fucking excuses i won't give fucking excuses all right they destroy your credibility when you give them and they destroy the person's credibility that gives them to you. And the longer you continue to fucking act like it's not your problem, that your life isn't your responsibility, you'll continue to get the same results. You sound like a preacher and I'm here for it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. You're awesome. I respect you, honestly. And you could be tattooing, but you're sharing and that's so beautiful. You know, I could be, um, but yeah, I, finished my, uh, I finished my appointments for the day. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I made some really cool connections today. Um, and I'm booked out like fucking till infinity, it feels like sometimes. But the coolest part about that is I get to spend a lot of time in my chair with my clients talking to people from all walks of life, man. And I get so much amazing perspective. And it gives me this amazing opportunity every night to take this perspective that I get and go home and do something that I recommend anybody, anybody that's struggling in their life to do, to really truly do, is to write. Write shit down. Write your negative emotions down. Write your positive emotions down. Write your fucking goals down. Write everything fucking down. Take a half hour, 20 minutes. Commune with your fucking creator via text, via writing it with an old school pen and paper. The, the level of intention it takes for you to do that is just fucking mind-blowing. The ability you have to look inward at you and your actions throughout the day and take an honest approach to how you want your life to look is game fucking changing. And the trick is, guys, I'm not fucking wise. Really, I'm not. None of the stuff I'm telling you is me. This is the world. This is God. This is literally my fucking creator who has allowed me to hurt myself for long enough that I learned some powerful fucking lessons that have been out there since the dawn of time. When we don't take care of ourselves, we don't love ourselves. When we don't take care of the people that we love, we don't love ourselves. For us to love truly, for us to love truly, we have to recognize that it's not just us that we're affecting. That our inability to look at the fact that it's our responsibility to fix us is actually hurting the people around us. As an ex-drug addict, I can say that with every bit of clarity. Every minute that I spent trying to run from my fucking pain was hurting somebody around me, hurting my children, hurting my mother, hurting all the people that knew I was meant for more, hurting me. And I don't think there's anything in the fucking world that's more powerful than living in your calling. And I'm a fucking artist. But for me, my calling is to speak life into people. There's goosebumps like a fucking whole body again. My calling is to speak life into a fucking generation and a world full of people who feel so hopeless and lost that there's like nothing that they know how to fucking do, that they just sit all day hoping for one thing to entertain them to the next, just hoping that the next moment might be less painful than this moment. I'm here to speak love and light into the fucking world. That is my calling. And for me, this is fucking scary, man. Every time I get on here, somebody's negative with me. Every time I get on here, I'm afraid of judgment. Every time that something fucking comes up with these situations, I find myself in a position where I have to work through anxiety and pain and worry about people's judgment and all of these fucking things. But that's what makes it powerful, guys. Your level up. The thing that you want to do with your life that's going to change everything is on the other side of all that fear. It's gonna change everything. It's a test, just like Lawrence. Uh, I, I, Lawrence Oranako. Mm, I'm sorry, it's hard to pronounce these TikTok names, but like, life's a gratitude test. How grateful can you be when it feels like everything's gone to shit? Because the part of my story that I haven't shared today, that I try to share every time, is. That throughout my process here, starting my own shop, getting a business going, getting everything going, Lorena, thank you. I had a, a great relationship I built with this woman. We built a business together, everything, and, and fucking it felt like out of the blue. I've been clean for almost a year and a half at that point. It's been two years and maybe three months now. 
and I survived this, pro this, this situation I'm about to describe clean, she relapsed. She OD'd. She died. I lost my family, my business, my house, my little community that I wasn't from, that everybody had taken me in, out in little old fucking West Liberty, Kentucky. I lost every fucking thing. I had $200 to my name. And as much as I wanted to sit down and just fucking say, poor me, I'm fucking homeless again, and I was even clean this time, why was I fucking, like, why did this happen to me? One of my close friends pulled me aside and said, Justin, I need you to understand something real quickly. And this is going to probably be a harsh sounding, but one day what you're going through is going to be the fuel for somebody else to make it through and stay clean. It's going to be the fuel for somebody else to live through their fucking life and do it with love and gratitude. <laughs> and... I didn't know how to take it at the time, but I see what that meant now. I see that that very fucking ball of pain that was in the pit of my stomach, the fucking lump that's in my throat right now as I talk about it, is exactly the thing that people need to hear. That people need to see somebody get vulnerable, be authentic, just be them without any type of shroud or field or anything to fucking pretend like they aren't who they fucking are. What's up, Kyler? Our world is starved for authenticity. Our world is starved for you. And I'm here to tell you that even if you don't fucking believe it, there's a hole, there's a fucking perfect puzzle-shaped hole in this world shaped just like your soul. And God made you to be the perfect fit for that. And the reason you're feeling so much pain is because you are avoiding it. You are afraid of the success. It is terrifying that you might try something that feels so amazing in your dreams but that you might fail in reality. Failure is only failure when you accept it. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody is going to fix it. But you can. And it's written right here on my wall right next to me. I can't pan both of these cameras at once. But integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching. But I'm here to tell you that somebody's always watching. And it's you. And when you do things that inspire other people, it inspires you. And when you do things that you love to see other people do, you love you. It's not so simple as to just say, oh, I love myself. We have to love ourselves into loving ourselves. We have to act our way into those feelings. You can't just decide. Somebody can't lie to you or you can't watch somebody lie to everybody they know and then turn around and say, oh, I love you. And be like, oh yeah, I love you back for sure. But you can begin to understand when you see that your own self-image is based off of your actions. And nobody loves or respects or wants to have that person that's like, please will you save me all the time. Nobody. As terrible and hard as it is to hear, I'm going to love you enough to tell you the hard truth. The day that you look in the mirror and you say, I'm sick and tired of your shit and I'm not going to let you fuck your life up anymore. That'll be the day, if you mean it, this shit really changes. All I know is, like I said, I have a gift for art. I have a gift for poetry. Anything creative, I have a fucking gift for. But this shit scares the fuck out of me. 
I'm fucking applying to be on TED Talks right now. Fucking terrifying, the idea that I could be in a fucking in front of an audience of 34 fucking million people online. Terrifying. But because somebody's words changed my whole perspective about my life and spoke life into my soul in such a way that allowed me to fucking finally take a step forward and believe that I could change it all. I think that it would be the greatest injustice of anything that I have been able to enjoy and change in my life, the greatest injustice of the fucking highest nature, egregious, to turn around and say, I don't have the time or I don't feel like it or it's too fucking scary. You will only ever understand what bravery is when it's fucking terrifying to do it. It's not fucking brave if it's not scary. It's not respectable if it's not difficult. Life isn't about convenience and comfort. It's about how much value you can bring to the world because it's not just about you. And your self-image, your self-esteem, your very fucking soul will sing at the top of its fucking lungs. When you live in your calling, whatever that is, but I can tell you 100% that your calling will always have something to do with helping people. Always. And I appreciate everybody for your fucking interactions. As always, I always invite everybody to do something different. Every time I do one of these videos on Facebook and TikTok. And that, today, is as follows. Thank you. I appreciate you, Zach. Thank you. Um, I want you, instead of saying, why me? I want you to say, why not me? And then I want you to answer like this. Why me? Because God is building you into something more powerful than you can imagine. Why me? Because you are a fucking tool to spread the glory of creation. Why me? Because you are so fucking strong that you don't even fucking see it yet. Why me? Because there's so many people that are watching you that you will inspire. Why me? Because life is a beautiful struggle. And without that struggle, it loses its value. Love all of you. Lexington, Kentucky. The name of my shop is the Murder Art Collective. I love crows. Um, crows are called a murder when you uh, have them in a, uh, a flock and, uh, you know, Welcome to the flock, guys. I appreciate everybody. You can shoot me a DM if you want to get tattooed, man, or get some information about it. I would love to talk to you. Have a good day, guys. I love you all.